can you please answer the call? I've been calling you for so long. Can you please? I if what I beg if, you, please. If only can you I please just give me one more chance. Would, I will would, do anything. Uh, would you? Please, can I can I have one one last chance? One last chance, please. I will make it better. Please, if only I had. If I if I do this, then if I if I had tried harder, I I I beg. If only if only I had one last time with you. Welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of the Mind of Rava podcast, where we delve into the depths of our minds to explore the beauty of poetry, storytelling, and the pursuit of happiness. I'm your host, Rubezadin, and I invite you to join me on this journey of creativity, inspiration, and the search for peace, where I hope I can bring a smile to your face. In today's episode, we have crafted stories that aim to touch your hearts. Through the art of storytelling, we hope to foster a sense of sincerity and encourage your creative spirit to soar high. Each word and every phrase we share today has been carefully chosen to awaken the dormant dreams, hopes and aspirations that reside deep within us all. It is my sincere desire that this episode becomes a respite from the chaos of the world, offering you a momentary escape into a world of pure imagination, where happiness and peace intertwine. Do you know the feeling of wanting to do anything to bring something back? The feeling of willing to give anything and everything. Yeah, that is called bargaining. In grief, bargaining involves making deals or negotiating with yourself or God to help yourself feel better. You would also wonder whether being a better person or doing something differently could have prevented the loss. This feeling happens in many, many cases. It could be that you lost someone, a business, a job, a friendship, a relationship, a physical ability, or a sense of control or independence. It literally can be many different things in which we face the third stage of grief. Bargaining can be in both the present or the past. In the present, people try to make deals, as I mentioned before. They think that being different or doing something differently can improve the situation they are in, which usually isn't the case. While bargaining over the past is when people ruminate over what-if situations and wish to go back and change the past in hopes of preventing the loss. It might sound impossible to you as of now, but when you are in the middle of experiencing grief, nothing makes sense to you. And everything is overwhelming to the point where you believe in things that are impossible. 
Okay, so Ruba, what emotions can you describe bargaining with? Or what is it exactly? I still don't get it. You might say... I will let you in some of the characteristics of the bargaining stage of grief. Starting with number one, feeling guilty or ashamed of your thoughts or actions. Number two is feeling scared, insecure or anxious. Number three, ruminating over what could have been. Four, holding yourself responsible for the circumstances. Five, punishing yourself. Six, worrying and overthinking things. Seven, judging yourself and others. Eight, making comparisons to other circumstances. Nine, trying to predict the future and assuming the worst. And last but not least, ten, wishing or praying for a different outcome. I hope this explains this topic better for you. It also took me time to understand what it actually means. I realized after reading about it a lot that I have actually experienced it before, but I just never knew that it had a name. Bargaining can become problematic when it leads to obsessive thinking, excessive rumination, and other feelings that create significant distress. So we should know the methods or coping mechanisms that will help us understand the feelings, deal with them, and eventually heal. Normalize bargaining in grief as it is a way for you to hang on to hope, which is what you and many people need while they're grieving. Bargaining tends to decrease over time as acceptance of reality starts to sink in. So, give yourself the time. With time, your pain will likely become more manageable and the idea of accepting circumstances outside of your control may be more tolerable. I know that for some people, grief remains extremely challenging even years after a loss. And those people will need to get actual medical help. Which takes me to the point that if you find yourself caught in a spiral of guilt and blame, or if your grief is overpowering you to the extent that you cannot function, even if weeks or months or years have passed since your loss, it can be helpful to seek treatment from a mental health professional. Next, I would advise you to avoid ruminating over these thoughts. A good way to cope during this stage is to try to get perspective and emotional distance from these thoughts, instead of perseverating over them. It can be helpful to share these thoughts with a loved one who can help you rationalize them. Or you can write down your thoughts, feelings, wishes and bargains and reflect on them as you can become more aware of your true feelings and motives for these thoughts, instead of getting caught up in them. And lastly, shift your focus from what you cannot control to everything you can, and begin to make changes in your life that are more productive for you to move forward. It can be helpful to start with small things you can control. For example, deep breathing can be beneficial in that 
It shifts your focus to a very basic thing you can control, your breath. This relaxation strategy can also help reduce stress levels and anxiety, which can also support your well-being as you cope with grief. Grief can be a difficult and painful process, and you may find yourself wishing against all odds that there's something you can do to make things better. With time, however, you will be able to accept the loss and focus on the things that are within your power to control so you can start to move on with your life. In the next episodes, we will go more into detail of the bargaining stage and I'll be sharing poems that describe this exact feeling. I really hope that I can help even one person feel better, even if it was just for a moment, even if it was just when they're hearing this podcast. I hope I can calm your heart. I will always be here with you. As we reach the end of our journey together, I hope you feel inspired and refreshed, as if you've taken a deep breath of the purest air that nature has to offer. Remember, happiness is not a destination, but a state of mind we can cultivate and embrace. By nurturing our creativity and finding solace in poetry and storytelling, we can tap into a wellspring of joy that resides within us all. Thank you for joining me today on this voyage of words and emotions. I encourage you to carry the light of happiness and peace that you've discovered here into your daily lives, spreading it like ripples in a calm lake, touching the hearts and minds of those around you. Before we part ways, I would like to express my deepest gratitude to each and every one of you, my dear friends, for your unwavering support. Your presence makes this journey worthwhile, and I hope to continue inspiring you in the pursuit of happiness and the celebration of creativity. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on my Instagram account at mindofruba. Until we meet again, may your days be filled with joy, your hearts overflow with peace, and your minds dance with the beauty of endless possibilities. This has been the Mind of Rabah podcast, and I bid you farewell with a promise to return soon, ready to embark on another enchanting adventure together. Don't forget, the goal here is to smile.